Hey gang, Tim here, and uh, been a little while. Um, the whole reason why is I had fully planned on reviewing all those wonderful new starter investigators. I did Winifred first because I got lucky on a nice score at Amazon, and I was waiting for my, you know, gaming shop to grab the rest. And unfortunately, um, just like everyone else, you know, with uh, that owns a game shop, they were heavily allocated. I mean, due to I don't know what Fast Day was talking about, uh, shipping issues or and or printing issues. But uh, it, needless to say, it's hard to find it, and I'm not willing to spend twenty five to thirty five dollars uh, per investigator for a fifteen to twenty dollar pack at max. So right now, the inflation of these cards are getting kind of outlandish, uh, but. Um, I'm hearing, I guess, through the grapevine, maybe February, <laughs> which is fine. I mean, I could wait. There's still plenty of stuff we can play with here. But uh, what I did get my hands on this time is uh, I got the Insmith Conspiracy, and I'm going to talk about the new rules and how the setup is, and we're going to go through each of the five classes, and I'm going to start with Guardians. But before I get through any of that, we are going to go through the Insmith Conspiracy book and see if there's any new stuff. And so, obviously, the newest thing in there is going to be the Bless and Curse tokens. So, you get 10 of each, 10 Bless, 10 Curse tokens. So, that means, yes, I have to go out and get more 25mm uh, coin capsules. So, I mean, they're pretty. I mean, I saw them. Uh, they're, they're definitely uh, unique in their coloring and, and uh, uh, style. Uh, the Bless actually looks, it's got more of like a, you know, a 1920s Art Deco thing going on there. Uh, and the other, the Curse Token looks like it came right out of the, I'm going to date myself, 1980 movies Crawl. It's that crazy looking weapon that, 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 that just spins and throws at you. It looks crazy looking. But okay, so the Bless and Curse Tokens, um, you can, at times, put these into your existing, you know, chaos bag. So if you do get to put a plus token in there and you pull one out, you get a plus two, but you have to reveal another one and then just add the result. And then once that's resolved, it goes away completely from the bag. So, I mean, it'll go into your uh, plus token pool on the outside of the game. But you can't max this, obviously, because they only give you ten apiece. They only give you 10 per game. So you can throw 10 of these tokens in here, which is kind of crazy. So you can actually stack up, you know, if you get like 10 in there, you can pull a plus two and then pull a real another one and then pull another plus two. And then, yeah, you can definitely chain it off. Now, Curse is the opposite where it's not plus two, but it's minus two. But it does the same thing. Um, once it's resolved, it gets removed from the game and you pull another one. Um... But these are only good for skill tests. So if you have to make it like any other checks or anything like that. So I guess the first thing I can recollect is, is like uh, the, the Dark Augury where you get to reveal five tokens. Um, this wouldn't necessarily be a test because you're just pulling five tokens um, out from the bag and then apply it. Because it only has to be skill tests. That's it. Just skill tests. I mean, anything else funky, unless it states in the game or a scenario... Um, it's going to have no effect. So, I mean, that that is the biggest one here. So they have also a couple other bits too. You get seven unique colored keys. I'm not going to go too much into that because when I run through the instrument, I think it's going to explain itself. And then same, likewise, for the flood tokens. 
um, considering you're off the shores and waters and in Smith, I mean, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be dealing with a lot of water and stuff. And it does come with two scenarios. And the, the, every time we get one of these, I think these things are getting fatter and fatter. Maybe not as fat as the Dream Eaters, because that's all Dreamlands, and there's a lot of story time. Um, but this one, eh, it's not too bad. I mean, it really isn't. So, I mean, 20 pages. So they, they crammed all this in 20 pages. All right. So I'm going to go on to Guardians. All right. So we'll do the player card first. Sister Mary. She's a nun. Her stat line is four willpower, two uh, intelligence, three strength, three agility. She's believer. She's blessed. During the setup, you get to add two blessed tokens to the chaos bag. And as a react, when the round ends, you get to add another token to the bag. Uh, if she pulls an elder sign effect, you get plus one. If you succeed, you get to add another plus one token to the chaos bag. So Sister Mary is all about getting those plus tokens in quickly. Super quickly. The Lord watches over my path. I am armored in faith. So flavor text. Sir deck size is 30. Oh, I forgot to tell you. Sure, stat line is also. Uh, she's got five health, nine sanity. So uh, got to be careful. It's like the inverse of Roland, so, which is interesting, because Guardians don't usually have that particular pull, I mean, some flirt with the eight and sixes, I think Carolyn's like that, but, yeah, this one's just the complete opposite of Roland, uh, so, deck size again is at 30, deck building options, uh, obviously, all the Guardian cards are opened up to her, all the neutral cards are opened up to her, and she can splash with Mystic from zero to two, um, she has two unique cards that always has to be put in her deck. The first one is Guardian Angel. It's a two-cost asset. You can pitch this for a willpower, a strength, and it's got a wild pip. Um, this is Ritual Bless. This has got actually some gorgeous artwork. That's really, really good. That's cool. Uh, I like it. Uh, let's see. Sister Mary deck only. Guardian Angel may be assigned damage dealt to other investigators. Uh at your location and connecting locations and then it's reacting to any amount of damage is assigned to the guardian angel add that many blessed tokens to the bag she can soak up three points of damage so i think probably the biggest pull with this one is that she can soak i know i know guardian has a lot of that stuff like uh true grit uh something worth fighting for um that has like some of the soaked in damage but i think yeah, I think it is. Both of those. If memory serves me right, it's True Grit. It gives you the three uh, health that, you know, if you're at that location, you can take it instead. And the other one, something worth fighting for, is the Three Sanity, which does the same thing. But the Guardian Angel, Angel you know, does it for the uh, physical side. But I think the biggest bit is, is that connecting location. So she can... Don't have to necessarily be on top of the investigators, but just be close enough so uh, this can work. And it's not badly priced, too. So, for two, I think it's pretty good. And obviously, for something really good, we got to go to something really bad. Uh, her unique weakness, Crisis of Faith. Uh, weakness, Treachery, Madness, Revelation. For each blessed token in the cast bag, you must either replace it with a curse token or take a whore. All right, early game, probably won't hurt you that bad. Late game, brutal. There's, God, oh my goodness, this is brutal. Absolutely brutal. Uh, okay, 
Yeah, but, you know, honestly, it does fit with Sister Mary quite well with the whole theme about adding blessed tokens to the bag, you know, being uh, one of faith. And, yeah, I mean, uh, very thematic. I mean, I, I totally get it. So, pretty good. Pretty good stuff so far. All right, so let's go through the Guardians cards. There are four new cards for Guardians. Book of Psalms. It's a three-cost asset. Uh, it takes one hand slot. You can pitch this for one willpower and a skill test. It's Titum, Tome, Blessed. Oh, Father Mateos gets stuff. Um, once it's in play, it has four secrets on it. As an action, you can spend one of those secrets to heal a whore from your investigator, investigator at your location. And probably the most important one is to add two blessed tokens to the chaos bag. Um, pretty simple. To the point. Uh, the healing is nice, you know, I guess the soothing words of, uh, the poems of Psalms and, and the Bibles, I guess that does it. Uh, but I think what's really, you're really playing for is definitely for that plus two tokens. But honestly, I don't think there is a card that actually does heal whore out like that. I think there's event cards that does it, but not assets. Looking through my handy-dandy Guardian book here real quick just to double-check, but I'm pretty sure. Well, Holland Mirror does, but that's it's a weird one. But then, again, that's an event. Um, once you get the Holland Mirror out, first aid... Well, okay, first aid, yeah, it does deal damage on horror. So, I guess for this one, you have to play a spin into the uh, blessed cards. So, what I put in Sister Mary, you know I probably will, just to try out the new cards and see how it goes. Uh, next one, Blessed Blade. It's a three-cost asset, so you can pitch this for a plus one strength check to any skill check. Uh, it takes a one-hand slot. It's an item. It's weapon. It's melee. It's bless. Oh, Father Mateo can have a better weapon because usually I do that Athenia dagger for him. But I'm already I'm already telling you right now, just by looking at Sister Mary, I'm gonna have to do the priest nun run combo now because now I think with this whole um, uh, campaign here, we're gonna get a lot more blessed cards. So I think Father Mateo. We'll have a lot more because really he's just a vanilla, you know, mystic when it's all said and done. He was like, they give you a blessed cards, but there really wasn't, you know, I was looking through it last night. There really wasn't any blessed cards, um, really to go in there for Father Mateo, which I think, I think Mythos Busters was mentioning the same thing about this a few episodes past. Like, boy, I really wish I had some more blessed cards. I think that's going to be answered now. I think Father Mateo is going to have some more tools for his toolbox. All right, but I'm, I'm, just digressing here. So we're back to the blessed blade. All right. So we did say it's a one-handed blade. It is blessed. As an action, if it's the blade is ready, you fight. You get plus one strength for this attack. If you if a blessed or elder sign token is revealed during this attack, it deals plus one damage. Before revealing chaos tokens for attack, you may exhaust a blade to add a blessed token to your chaos bag. Huh. Okay, I get it. I mean, yeah, well, if you're not playing Taboo, obviously you're not, you're going to go for Machete because Machete is better for what it does here. I mean, for this, it, it just gives you the plus one fight. So for Sister Mary, if she was rocking out with this one, she's going to hit it at a four. Uh, 
but she has another way then to adding more uh, blessed tokens to the bag. And I don't know yet. I think it might be overkill if I gave it to Sister Mary. Um, because she's starts with two in the bag, and when the bat and when the round ends, she's already at three. So I guess if you really want to get all ten in there, and you want to really amp it up and ramp it up, then I, I guess yeah, that would work. But uh, uh, Father Matteo, I mean, I'm looking at, I'm just looking at his side too because now he's getting all these plus cards. Uh. I mean, I'm okay with this. Uh, you, what you're really playing for really is you're just is this is another way just to get more tokens in the bag. I think for multiplayer, this will probably help out a lot more because you're giving your other players a fighting chance of drawing those plus twos quicker. So solo, I'll have to see, but I would think this definitely would work a lot more with uh, two, three, or four players. Uh, so everyone else gets a little bit of the love. So. But eh, early impressions. That's that's what that's what I think. I could be wrong. I'm probably wrong. Uh, next one is Rite of Sanctification. It's a zero cost asset. It is ritual. It is blessed. It's a spell slot. Ooh. Uh, you get to seal up to five blessed tokens. If Rite of Sanctification has no token sealed on it, you discard it. As a react, when an investigator your location plays a card, exhaust this and release a Chaos token sealed on it. Reduce the cost of that card by two. So, all right. So you have to have a, up to five in the bag so you can dig it out and seal it. That much I do got. But, well, let me see. Now I'm going to go in here. They did put the verbiage in there for sealed. So for seal, as an additional cost for a card with the sealed keyword entered into play, its controller must search the cast back for the specified token and place it on top of the card, thereby stealing it. Okay, so yeah, you got to have it in there. You just can't take it from your pool that's sitting out there. It has to be in the bag. If there is a choice of which token to seal, the controller's the card's controller chooses. If the specified token is not in the cast bag, the card cannot enter into play. So yeah, you can't get this thing out unless there's at least one blessed token in the bag. Uh, let's see, a seal token uh, is not considered to be in a chaos bag, and therefore cannot be revealed from the chaos bag as part of the skill test or ability. Okay, well, that that's kind of a no-brainer, because it's sitting out. When a chaos token is released, that's why I wanted to get it. It is returned to the chaos bag, and is no longer considered sealed. So it's not removed from play, it just goes back into the bag. Oh, huh, that's kind of interesting. Okay, all right, all right. I was wondering how that would work, you know, for these blessing and curse tokens. It's been a while since I've done any sealing action here. Some cards, with or without the seal keyword, may also have abilities that seal one or more chaos tokens as part of their effect. This is done with the following same process as above. Searching the chaos bag with a specified token, removing it from the chaos bag, and placing it on the card. If the specified token is, is not in the chaos bag, the effect fails. Okay. All right. So this is a nice roundabout way of paying for your high-costing guarding cards or anyone else's cards, if they're in that same location, to reduce it by two. Uh, solo, I would think this works just fine because it's a way to reduce... You, you're turning in a blessed chip that will cost two, so pretty cool. Uh, uh, you already got me on there with a the zero-cost asset. You, this one here is if you draw right out the gate, you're going to want to shuffle this back in, at least get the seals, unless you're playing Sister Mary, because Sister Mary, you can actually put two of them on right off the rip. 
But with anyone else, this is a mid to maybe late game card uh, to reduce the costs. Uh, yeah, I would probably throw this in Sister Mary right off the rip. But imagine that, man. I mean, you can get some cheaper items out there. So your 45 automatic is now a 2. And you get to put that blessed token back in the bag. So you can go really quick. So, um, But really, to optimize this card to its fullest, you're definitely going to want all five blessings on this. So, there's some weird artwork, too. I don't know what that is. Is that supposed to be a waterfall? What What is going on in this? Is that a tree stump? I, it looks like a tree stump with some crazy wood ring graining in here. What is going on here? I have no idea what's going on. Who did this artwork? Chris Morrow. Name sounds familiar. I think he did some Warlord cards. Yeah, that's again, shows you my age. I was playing Warlord Saga of the Storm, so that's another one. All right, last one. Look at this getup this dude's wearing. Holy guacamole. <laughs> First, I thought he looked like a bullfighter. No, this guy's got a heroic cape and conquistador hat. This guy is, uh, he's got some uh, tentacle things jumping at him, but a ray of light showing down. Hopefully, this will give him the card. His name, the Hand of Fate. It's a three-cost event. You can pitch this for a will, one willpower or one strength. It's spell. It's blessed. Fast. I love fast cards. Those are great. Play when an enemy attacks an investigator at your location. You get to cancel it. And then add blessed tokens to the cast bag equal to the enemy's total combined damage and horror values. So, yeah, rats, you only get to do one. But I, I would think on average you're going to put two to three uh, for some of the those uh, better enemies on here, and I think it's a it's expensive for what it does. I mean, it's a three it's a three cost for guardians, which they're really hard up for cash. So I'm looking at it at that lens. It's it's not as easy where you know mystics can cancel stuff. Not necessarily attacks, just cancel pulling from token bags and stuff like that. It's a lot cheaper than, than this. But again, cancel the attack. But if I look, if I did dodge, what was dodge? Dodge is what, two? I think it's two. No, it's one. So, and it's a fast. So you're paying two more to add blessing tokens to the bag. Huh. Is it worth it? That's the thing. I I don't know. I mean, this one's a... I would probably still rock out Dodge because it's one. It's a, it's a little easier on, the, on a Guardian's pocketbook, but... I mean, you're, you're going here with the intention of adding more Blessing Tokens. And even then, I, it can be situational. But... I guess beggars can't be choosers, man. If you had this card in your hand and need to block an attack before dropping and take a physical or mental trauma. Uh, I'm on the fence with this one. I really am. I, I think I think this card probably might be better at two. But I, I get why this is a three. Because depending on what the enemy you're fighting in there, you can add a boatload of blessing tokens into the bag. And you get the, the cancel. So... I see, I'm on the fence on this. If I put this card here, I'm willing to bet I would probably cut this card. Almost assuredly would cut this card. Every single time. I I don't know. 
I mean, I would rather, you know, Rite of Sanctification at least has the advantages, you know, of uh, reducing your stuff of your cards by two. And the Blessed Blade, I mean... I think out of all of them, I think the Rite of Sanctification probably my fave right now. Out of the four that we have. But, those are my first impressions. I'm excited for it. And I'm going to tell you right off the rip, I would love to run a Sister Mary, Father Mateo combo, so they can kick ass for the Lord. And it would be awesome. So, that is it for Guardians. I'll have more up, and, and I'll do the rest... You know, I'll do Guardians, Seekers, Rogues, and Survivors. And there is one neutral card, and I'll splash that in somewhere else. But uh, that'll do it. If you like what you hear and need to go hold of me, or you say, Tim, you're wrong! Yeah, you can do that. You can just email me at uh, ArkhamsKids at gmail.com. That'll do it, guys. Catch you on the next episode here. Uh, I don't know which one I'll pick. We'll see what happens for the next one. But I'll have that one out in the next day or two. Alrighty, I will holler at you later.